0: Diva Cup is the world's number one menstrual cup, here to save you from changing your tampon every couple of hours. It's easy to insert, comfortable, and it'll keep you protected for up to 12 hours. Enough time for a couple more episodes of this show. Just saying. Get a better way to period. Head to ShopDiva.com and get 10% off a Diva Cup with code RADIO10. Conditions apply.
1: Welcome to OSSB Inside and Out, a podcast about staff member and alumni experiences at the Ohio State School for the Blind. Each week, we interview someone from the Ohio State School for the Blind about their experiences. Now, here's your host, Brendan Hamblin. Welcome back to another episode of the OSSB Inside and Out podcast. This week, we've got Madison Kupsky, a uh, former student of the Ohio State School for the Blind. How are you doing today, Maddie?
0: I'm doing great. How about you?
1: I'm doing just fine. So you started at OSSB your what grade year?
0: Um, in the middle of my fourth grade year. I think it was towards the end of it.
1: Cool. So you had a little bit of time at the school and... To have fun and get your education. Yeah. So, what are some of your favorite memories from the school?
0: Um, well, one of the first that um, comes to mind is, um, I'm not sure if it was, or I don't remember if it was during um, a gym class or a swim practice, but... Um, we had a couple of, uh, uh, divers come in, um, to the school and they taught us about their job and like what they did. Um, and then they, they brought a bunch of their equipment with them and let us, uh, try it on. And then we got to swim around the pool with the equipment, the mask and the oxygen tank is it was just really fun to learn about, um, about that particular job. And it was a cool experience because I'm sure not many people get to do that.
1: I'm not. I'm sure not many people get to do it either. That was the scuba divers, correct? Yeah. That was a uh, gym class at the pool because I remember that, uh, too.
0: I think. All gym classes that day got to do it.
1: If I remember right, I'm pretty sure because that seems about something that Mr. Peterfish and I think at the time Miss Brewer would have done. So, yeah. Any other memories that come to mind or stick out?
0: Um, I really enjoyed um, getting to travel uh, to the other to the other state's blind schools um, during sports competitions. Um, for a few reasons, because it um, allowed us, um, the students as a team, to, like, grow closer together, um, get to know each other better, and once we got to the school, um, that the competition was at for that weekend, um, we enjoyed exploring that school's campus together because it was something new and getting to meet Also getting to meet other um, visually impaired students from uh, the other blind schools uh, that were there for the uh, sports as well.
1: Right. Um, And that was from multiple different states, so you got to meet quite a lot of different people. Yeah. I wasn't in sports, but that much I do know. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let's
1: see. What have you been doing since leaving OSSB? What have you been up to since you've left?
0: Um. So I left OSSB um, after my freshman year and um, transferred back to my home school and finished out high school there. Um, and recently, uh, well, last year in twenty nineteen um graduated from my home school um and i um, am still i'm still jo- um doing classes at um a technical school uh for hopefully like help boost my skills for a career when I'm done
1: Cool what's one of the uh saddest or what's one of the saddest experiences you've had at the school or are there any
0: um for me personally I don't um nothing comes to mind as like a a sad experience um maybe except for um having like some of our favorite teachers retire um I would agree with that yeah, other than those um, people retiring, um, I'd say there's not, for me personally, there's not really any um, sad experiences because I felt like um, all of the staff, um, like, just gave off a positive energy and helped make um, everybody's day, like, a, a positive day or, like... Um, helped bring people up if they were having a bad day. Um, so it was just um, like if I was having a bad day, I, I just went to OSSB and the teachers just somehow magically helped turn it into a good day.
1: The overall experience and family feeling that we talked about in the last episode made yeah. you warm up and get all happy again, right?
0: Yeah, I liked how close everybody in the school was, students and staff, and you could just feel like you could talk to anybody.
1: I 100% agree. Um, were you in, like, graphics or vocational or any of the those classes?
0: Um, I wasn't in... Um, Graphics. I did want to do that class, but um, I transferred to my homeschool before I before I did take that class. Um, but it sounded really fun to um, to be able to make all those thing, cool things. And um, I think I don't remember if I was in the I don't think I was in a vocational class. I took the regular home ec class that everybody takes.
1: Right. That's mandatory Um, for us anyways, or for students at OSSB anyways.
0: Yeah, I don't... But other than that, I don't think I took um, the uh, vocational or catering class.
1: Not a lot of students did, I would think, but... That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Any band memories that stick out?
0: Um, yeah, I have a, f- a few. Um, my first year in the OSU marching band, we um got to march with the OSU marching band during one of their halftime performances. Um, and that was like one of the best days of my life, like just getting to um, experience that and not um, something that not very many people um, will get to experience. And um, walking into that stadium, like at the beginning of the game, like just hearing hundreds of thousands of people like cheering for... For us, just for the game, and it was awesome. I won't ever forget that day.
1: It was definitely uh, overwhelming with all of the noise that... That may be the loudest crowd I believe we've ever performed for, which is good. Yeah. Because they gave us the energy, we gave it right back to them, so... Yeah. <laughs> that's how it works. Um, Any other band memories or sporting memories or memories of OSSB in general that you have that you'd like to share?
0: Um, The other band memory that um, comes to mind is um, the year after we marched with OSU, um, we traveled to Washington, D.C. for the Memorial Day Parade.
1: Yes, we did. That was Um, fun.
0: Oh, yeah, that whole trip was just amazing because we were in a new city that most of us had never been to before. We got to um, just explore the city, like, see all these different museums and um, go on different tours. That And um, just marching in the parade itself was um, incredible as well. Like, that whole... The whole trip was, um, probably, like, um, the, uh, whole trip was, um, really fun and interesting, and another part of that trip that comes to mind, I think it was at the, uh, JFK Memorial. Uh, I I don't remember the, <laughs> um, what? the memorial. Um, but there was a wall that had a, a famous quote on it, um, and it had, uh, giant braille in it, and it had the same quote in braille underneath the, um, quote that was on the wall in print, and I remember all of, all of the students who went on this trip, like, um, took turns, like, going down the line and, like, trying to read this giant braille, like, Right. And, yeah, and a few of the students caught a few spelling mistakes in the in the quote and which I found very funny.
1: I remember one of them. I think it was supposed <laughs> to be an o when they put an m or something yeah. like that. I'm not exactly sure what it was supposed to be, but I think it was an m.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't remember the the quote, but I just remember a lot of the students talked about that for a while was that there was a few spelling mistakes.
1: That was one of the many, or one of the, yeah, one of the major talks from that trip. I think it even made it into the uh, slideshow that we made, or that we presented to the rest of the school, and we got back, if I remember right. Yeah,
0: when we, the whole band did that presentation for the school.
1: Yeah, I think that photo of that particular spelling mistake made it in there. Knowing Miss Agler, she would have put it in there. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Any other band or sporting or OSSB in general memories that you have, like field trips or what have you?
0: Um. I don't have any more specific memories um, that come to mind at the moment, but. Just my whole experience at OSSB with the band and sports and just in general for, like, daily classes um, was a positive one. And I'm, I'm glad that I got um, the chance to attend OSSB um, mm-hmm. because it did, like, it helped change my life um, because coming from a, a public school where... I was constantly being bullied by other students. The and the teachers didn't understand um, like why I needed large print or why I needed to sit at the front of the classroom. Um, and go, to going to a place where the uh, all the other students, like every other student, was exactly like me. We all understood that. We couldn't see as well um, or at all, and um, like that, we didn't have to explain to anybody um, why we were doing certain things differently or traveling with a weird colored stick to feel the ground. And um, it was just, um, It was just a great experience overall, and I really enjoyed it.
1: I did, too. I would go back in a heartbeat and do it all over again if I could. Yeah. Because it's just that kind of environment you want to stay in for as long as you can and don't want to leave.
0: That's very true.
1: What advice would you give to current or not current upcoming students who may think they're scared or or who may be scared or nervous about changing schools like going from public school to OSSB or public school to another blind school for those who are listening out of state and who may have a visual, or a blind school in their state what advice would you give them
0: Um, just start with going on a tour and observing for a day to see if that would be something that you would be interested in, because a, um, the Blind School is not... it, It is a special... Like, it is an awesome place for any visually impaired student, but it... For some people, it might not just... It might not be, um, the right fit for them, uh, so... Just I would say start with a going on a tour, observing a few times, um, and seeing if you or like the family enjoys and feels welcome at in that community. Um, and I would say it just, it doesn't hurt to check it out. And if you're if you're scared, you don't be. It's um, it's an, an awesome community uh, and everybody will be welcoming and everybody in the school would be um, very happy to have a new student or family join that school with them.
1: Good advice. I would give pretty much the same advice. Um, Anything else you want to add?
0: Um, not I don't not for that um, part no I don't have anything else
1: <laughs> that's all right anything else in general from your time at ossb you'd like to add or what have you
0: um no I think um most of my, my most of my memories kind of just have blurred together um, at this point other than like some of the band trips and sports events that we've done that stand out more.
1: Right. Understandable. I'm at that point too. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you weren't residential, correct? Cause you lived, you live in the Columbus vicinity, Columbus area, right?
0: Um, I was not I um, uh, was a um, a day student so I just came in on the bus every morning and um, went back to my house every every evening after school um, unless it was for sports um, practices which I would stay after school for and then um, a family member uh, like a, a parent or um, A grandparent would come and pick me up and take me back to my house in the evening.
1: I didn't think you were residential, so I just couldn't hurt to ask, so yeah, (laughs) makes for good content. Um, I'm thinking if there's anything else, unless there's anything else you'd like to add, that I think we'll call this one a podcast.
0: I I did transfer um, out of OSSB um, uh, in the middle of uh, high school. I um, back to my homeschool. I I did notice um, like huge differences between um, OSSB and my homeschool, and one of those biggest differences was the size of the school. The like OSSB has maybe roughly 130 students. Um, yeah, uh, i kinderg- agree. Yeah,
1: like kindergarten
0: to 130.
1: Through year. Yep, kindergarten through senior year, yep.
0: Yeah, there's not very many students, but like as soon as I walked into my um, homeschool, there was like... 10 times that amount of students, and it was very overwhelming to go from a, a very small school where I knew everybody to going to a school where I knew nobody, and it, like, being so much larger. Um, it was it was just really overwhelming, so I, I remember going through the hallways and trying to make myself as small as possible because of all the crowds and I didn't like the crowd.
1: I can imagine. I'm not a big crowd person either, so I get what you mean. Um, since you brought that up, what other challenges did you face switching from OSSB to a regular public school? Or back to a regular public school, as the case may be in your case?
0: Um, I noticed that um, there was a, like a larger variety of classes to take. Um, uh, for example, at OSSB they um, they only offer um, Spanish um, to take as a as your foreign language, um, but at my public school they offer Spanish and French and German and Chinese and a whole like a whole variety of different languages that you could take to instead of just Spanish, and it, I found that really fascinating because um, not everybody was learning the same thing, and so it was just it made for more interesting conversations between different people who were taking a different language or taking different science classes and.
1: Right, more variety.
0: Yeah, and I, I also noticed with the classes that um, they were a lot harder. Um, the curriculum was a lot harder and more fast paced than the curriculum at OSSB, which makes sense. At OSSB, we we work at the they work at the students' pace,
1: which Correct. there's nothing right.
0: wrong with that. It, everybody learns at a different pace. Um, but one of the biggest things that I struggled with was getting used to that faster pace and um, turning in work on time and um, just keeping up with the material in general. Is, um, one of the biggest differences I had noticed as well.
1: I can definitely understand that. Um... I had something and then I lost it again. I hate when that
0: happens. (laughs) Me too.
1: Never fun. Um, Dang it. Anything else? Any other challenges or... Anything else that was different from switching to OSSB to public school? Or was that about... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I think that was, um, that was basically about it other than, um, the uh, the stuff that I had already mentioned and the the school itself was a lot larger, um, than OSSB. So getting used to a whole new school and the layout of the school and navigating through the crowds.
1: And refamiliarizing yourself with where everything is now because you're in a different environment.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, speaking of different languages, did you know that OSSB hasn't always taught Spanish? They used to teach French. Really? I'm, That's
0: I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, way back in the day, I believe they taught French instead of Spanish, but that could be getting my memories mixed up. So. <laughs> yeah. But I think I'm right. I think they.
0: That still sounds cool, though.
1: Very cool. Yes. Um. So, what are some of the opportunities that OSSB has given you since you've started and since left? Um, I'd say
0: um, go, like joining the marching band. Um, was a huge thing for me because I felt um, if I hadn't gone to OSSB, I probably wouldn't be in marching band or have learned to play a musical instrument in general, um, and so I'm, I'm very happy about, um, about that, that I got the opportunity to learn how to play an instrument, got to um, join a marching band and all the different Um, experiences we got to do, um, and one of them was, um, coming from the, um, like after we were, had marched at OSU OSU with the OSU Marching Band, um, one of their uh, previous band directors from OSU, um... Uh, Dr. Dr. Uh, Drosty, he reached out to um, OSSB and got in contact with me um, to because he heard about my dream of joining the OSU marching band, and he reached out to the school and um, uh, offered to give me lessons to help me prepare for the OSU marching band. And so he eventually, um, um, it took a while to coordinate because um, he's very busy. Um, but once we got it coordinated, um, about once a week he would come uh, down to OSSB and uh, give me a, a private lesson to help improve. Um, my skills uh, as a musician which has definitely helped um, and we we still keep in touch occasionally um, and I still ask him questions about how I can improve um, certain things about playing my instrument and how I can improve just in general as um, like marching wise or playing wise.
1: That's good
2: so that you to,
0: Yeah, I definitely have to thank OSSB for help getting me started in the passive music and I would I would definitely wouldn't be a musician if I hadn't joined OSSB.
1: OSSB's just an overall Amazing place, as we've talked about about in this podcast and definitely in the last podcast. Yeah. And I can't emphasize that enough, that, yeah, that it's an amazing place. So.
0: Can't even say it enough sometimes. Exactly. uh, People just have to see it for themselves to be able to fully understand the whole, like, the family aspect, the, the friendly atmosphere, and um, just everything about it. Like we, we could go on for hours and hours and still not be able to cover everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. I agree. All right. I think I am done with questions. Anything else you'd like to add, or are you out of stuff, too?
0: um i can't exactly think of anything else to say um at the moment but it was it was very nice to be on this podcast and i hope i hope people out out there who aren't necessarily a part of the community are listening to this and i hope that they um just like just start thinking about these and realizing that i hope more people realize start to realize that even though people are different like that we can still do everything that a sighted person can do we might have to do it a little differently or a little bit slower but we can still find a way to to achieve those goals
1: exactly Showing the abilities of those with disabilities is what we're doing, essentially. Proving that we can do what anybody else can do. All right. I think that will do it for this episode. Thanks so much for coming on, Maddie.
0: Thanks for having me. It It was awesome.
1: I'm glad you had fun. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week on OSSB Inside and Out. Make sure to follow us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for OSSB Inside and Out Podcast. Make sure you don't miss any future episodes. You can find us on all the major podcast platforms. Thank you for listening.
2: Hi, it's Aaron, president of Nation. Vacations look more like staycations this year, with most people looking to reinvest their vacation dollars back into their homes. While we can't promise a view of the ocean, we can promise you a better view of your home that puts your dollars to good use. Our energy efficient windows provide year round benefits that save you from higher energy costs in the summer and winter. They also add to curb appeal and build equity back into your home. WindoNation is here to help you reinvest your dollars where it counts we have reduced pricing on all window styles by 50%. We also defer your payments for two years with no money down, paying nothing for 24 months. All CDC guidelines are strictly followed throughout the entire process to ensure maximum safety. Call us at 1-866-90NATION or go to windownation.com to schedule a free in-home or virtual estimate. Get 50% off and no payments for 24 months. Call now.